Welcome back to the Simple Living Made Simple podcast, episode 30. In this episode, I'm going to be breaking down self-sufficiency as a whole, all of the skills and knowledge that go into being a more self-sufficient lifestyle and break them into four areas. I kind of call this a freedom framework because I believe that self-sufficiency affords people options and options are freedom. So the more options you have in any area of life allows you freedom. So these four areas are food, home, family, and health. And I really believe that categorizing these self-sufficiency skills into these four areas really helps not only me teach them to other people, but helps people who are just jumping into this lifestyle, organize them in a way that makes them easier to learn, easier to implement, and manage and work into their modern lifestyle. So that's what we're talking about today. So let's get started. You're listening to the Simple Living Made Simple podcast. My name is Stephanie, and I'm a wife, mother of three, and the creator of the blog, Winging It on the Homestead, where I help modern mothers incorporate simple living and self-sufficiency skills and knowledge into their busy lives. My goal is to help you refocus your life towards what really matters, your family, as well as boost your confidence so you can start being more self-reliant and decrease your dependence on stores and commercial products. Join me as I share with you my appreciation for creating a homemade and homegrown life through gardening, food preservation, cooking from scratch, making your own products, all while keeping it all practical, intentional, and realistic. Welcome back to the Simple Living Made Simple podcast. Learning to be more self-reliant and self-sufficient can seem overwhelming because there are so many things to learn and master. It truly is a lifelong learning process. I mean, you have gardening skills, survival skills, cooking skills, learning to raise animals for meats and eggs. The list is a long one. Right now, there is a revolution of people looking to get back to their roots, learning to simplify their lives, creating a healthier, more natural home for their families, while also learning to keep their food supply chain as local and as short as possible in order to gain back control over their consumption. There are many factors contributing to this revolution, and people are more motivated than ever. It really is a beautiful, empowering movement to be a part of, and I love to help others get started with their own homes and their own families. So today, I'm going to break down what I believe are the four areas of self-sufficiency. Breaking the huge list of skills and knowledge into these categories allows them to be more digestible and easier to manage and work into your modern life. Let's call this our freedom framework. Now, the reason I call this a freedom framework is because I think that self-sufficiency allows you options. So not just not just sticking to your traditional um, methods of getting your food, going to school, um, earning an income, um, taking care of yourself. Those things, there are tons of traditional ways to do those things, but having options Um, and the ability and knowledge to perhaps opt out of some of those traditional, um, some of those traditional methods, if possible, really truly is what I believe is freedom, having the options to do what is best for your family. So if we're talking about this freedom framework, the four areas of this are food, home, health, and family categorizing self-sufficiency skills into these categories really helps me teach them to other people. And I found that it helps other people organize them in a way that 
allows them to actually learn and implement them into their modern life. I don't live off the grid and I don't have a huge farm, so learning to live a simpler life needs to be realistic. Okay, so let's get started with probably what is the most common reason um, that I hear that people start to get into this kind of lifestyle is food. Uh, overwhelmingly, the number one reason that people start this journey is to have more control over their food. Anything dealing with food, I put into this category. So those are things are gardening, cooking, kitchen skills, raising animals for dairy, eggs and meat, food preservation, baking, etc. Uh, gaining back control over your family's food is one of the most impactful and important things that you can do for your family's well-being and safety. And not to mention teaching your kids these skills, teaching them food skills specifically will ensure that they will not have to rely on anyone else for their food. It's truly empowering and is of utmost importance when it comes to self-reliance. Also, when it comes to having a, what I call food freedom, the goal isn't necessarily to be completely food independent. So it's kind of either unrealistic for most people to take care of 100% of their food that their entire family consumes. But instead, the idea is to work to shorten your food supply chain and do as much as possible on your own and then purchase and patron local businesses and vendors for those items that you um, cannot provide for yourselves. For example, you may have animals, chickens, goats, cows, etc., and they may provide you with your eggs and your dairy and your meat, but would you be able to actually care for those animals on your own? Like, are you still purchasing hay from a, or grain from a local farmer in order to, um, you know, take care of those anim animals and provide for their actual care and maintenance? These are all things to look at when you're trying to be more self-sufficient. Um, not necessarily having the goal of 100% on your own, but instead looking to be more community and locally sufficient. The next area is home, and this includes all areas of knowledge dealing with your shelter, such as heating, cooling, water, electric, trash, etc. Basically, your utilities. So we, like I said before, we are not off the grid or anything of the sort. So this is something we are looking into exploring, researching um, at, in hopes of determining what areas we are able to actually be more self-sufficient in currently. This is probably the area of our lives in which we are most lacking in, but as we look forward to our next home or homestead, um, self-sufficiency and the ability to be self-sufficient in these areas um, are on our mind when looking for our next property. So for example, what are our heat alternatives if our electric goes out? Um, having the ability of a wood stove or a fireplace would be ideal and something that we would definitely want to look for, make sure we have when we are looking for our next place. Alternate forms of energy, solar panels, wind power, whatever you can get is really important to start looking into and thinking about and perhaps making it, if it works for your family, making it a permanent project for yourself. The next area is family. Now this area deals with some more broader aspects of your lifestyle, uh, more in how you live your life. I like to look at it. So some examples um, in this category are schooling, income, safety or preparedness, overall goals, etc. 
finding freedom and independence in homeschooling has been really important for us or some other kind of means of education. Becoming financially independent through self-employment, small businesses, gaining skills and knowledge of how to ensure your family's safety and security by increasing your family's preparedness and survival skills. I also include your family goals, such as setting and management of those goals of all of these things and how you're going to manage and actually incorporate them into your life. Because once you really embrace self-sufficiency, it truly becomes a family lifestyle. Everyone contributes, everyone learns, everyone participates. It's a entire family project. The final area is health. This contains all the skills and knowledge that helps improve your family well-being such as making our natural cleaners and personal products, which is something we do almost 100%. Home first aid and natural remedies. Now in this area, I'm not necessarily talking about replacing your doctor, but instead of finding ways or gaining the knowledge and skills to know when you are experiencing something that can be taken care of or treated at home. So these are what I believe are the four areas of self-sufficiency kind of my freedom framework I kind of talk about because I, like I said before, I really believe that having options is freedom. So you're not tied to only one way of life or one way of doing things. And you can really choose research and um, you can really research and figure out what works best for your family. Striving for a more meaningful, intentional and tangible lifestyle is hard work. It is a lifelong process of learning, researching, failing, um, mastering many different skills, um, but it can be much easily managed if you can think about them in this way, breaking them into categories like this. Not only is this lifestyle great for the health of the members of your family, but it also affords them confidence, strengths, and resilience to know that they are able to accomplish hard things, overcome obstacles, and truly fend for themselves in a modern world. All right, guys, so I hope you found that helpful and I will see you in the next episode. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Simple Living Made Simple podcast. If you have not already signed up to grab my free ebook, you can go to www.yourdreamgardenguide.com. This garden guide has everything you need to get started growing your own vegetable garden this year. As always, if you have any questions, want gardening advice, or have topic suggestions for the podcast, please email me at info at winging it on the homestead.com.